sweet She said my boy is a dagger Oh yeah I was good, she was hard Stealing everything she got I was born, she was over the worst of it Give me gear, thank you dear Bring your sister over here Let her dance with me just for the hell of it
Bartender, I really did it this time Broke my parole to have a good time When I got home, it was 6 a.m. The door was locked, so I kicked it in She was tripping on the bills I think she was high on some pills She threw my things out into the yard Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard And in my drunken stupor, I did what I should have Crashed that Chevrolet and then stepped away You know, Mo, I'll probably get ten years So just give me beers till they get here 
Yeah, I know the sun is coming up And y'all are probably getting ready for closing up But I'm trying to drown my soul I'm tired of this life on a dirt road And everything that I love is gone And I'm tired of hanging on She got me sitting at a bar on the inside Waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart in the trailer park So I jacked the keys to her father's car And crashed that Guess it was meant to be Romance is misery So much for memories And now I'm headed to the penitentiary See me on TV The next cop series I am a danger I guess I should have did something about my anger But I never learned Real things that don't concern I pour kerosene on everything I love And watch it burn I know it's my fault But I wasn't happy it was over She threw a fit so I crashed her daddy's nose shit beat out of them. The, the, the first game of the season, ain't that, that don't mean nothing. It was all about the Hall of Fame. And I found out one of my all-time favorite Dallas Cowboys, Cliff Harris, who got inducted into the Hall of Fame, finally, now we got to get Charlie Waters' ass in there, lives in Rockwall. So it's like Cliff Harris and I are friends. So it was him, Jimmy Johnson, Drew Pearson. Best speech of the entire weekend was Peyton Manning, if you didn't hear it. Uh, you got to go back and check that out. Now, now I'm getting a lot of uh, questions about something. We have a brand new feature on the show. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, please say hello to our first keyboard clown of the week. This goes out to Todd Hunter our keyboard clown of the week who I posted some things about my stand-up show coming September 17th 
to the Esquire IMAX. By the way, get your ticket. Don't wait. If you wait, it will be too late. So, uh, Mr. Clown here decided to post a, a, a comment on my Instagram page, Arnie Stage Show. He posted on there, I bet there will be tens of people there. By the way, that's one of my jokes. I originated that joke in Sacramento. Uh, I bet there will be tens of people there. $40? I can go see a real comedian for less right down the street. No, no, we don't need Rocky music. I didn't realize the clown music was that short. Um, uh, you can, and 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 I, I totally, hey, if you want to go to another comedy club, you go. I wrote him back saying, hey, no problem. Go down and support those other comedians because I'm sure the jokes that will be told that night will be over your fucking retarded head. Well, hello, Ellis, Ellis Rodriguez is performing. Do you think he's doing that out of the goodness of his heart? I'm flying 1,500 miles to celebrate my birthday with y'all. So there you go, Todd Hunter, our first keyboard clown of the week. Now, now, now we have to get back to something else. Let, let me say some good mornings here. And it's going to be a little while before we start the show because we got a couple of videos we got to play you. Uh, but let's see, uh, Douglas, uh, first one here this morning, he says, good morning, ass family. Look at that. I'm first again. Dave Coe says, Douglas, uh, is first and he was last out on Friday. What an amazing work ethic. Very true. Douglas says, thanks for noticing Dave Coe. Harrison, good morning. It's my final week with NBC. Wow, wow, wow. Where are you going? I need somebody in the news department. Where are you going, Harrison. You can't leave. You send me too many good stories. Uh, Brady Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a wonderful day today because you deserve it. DNA says, good morning, Arnie, and asked family. Morgan, what's shaking up in Reno, my friend? Scott says, good morning, Arnie. Is there a Mount Rushmore today? Well, yes, there is. The biggest dorks at it today. That's what we got. The biggest dorks in the world right now. Getting into politics, Texas Attorney General. Oh, nice. Well, you got to give me some inside shit there. Um, in front says, good morning, ass family. What's up, buddy? Ghost Nevada says, good morning, y'all. Young Harm. Now, Young Harm was the first one. He he actually sent over the, the, uh, the, the, the artwork, the graphics for Keyboard Clown before we, I even came up with it. He's the one. I, I'll give credit where it's due. Thank you, Young Harm, for the Keyboard Clown of the Week. Uh, Kale says, blue whale? What's a blue whale? I don't know that. Oh, is that me? Because I'm blue? I don't know what blue whales. All right. You remember this guy? You remember Derek Olson? Good morning to you. You remember our dear friend, Sheriff Grady Judd? We haven't had Sheriff Grady Judd on the show for quite some time. There's a couple little quick stories about old Grady Judd here. Let me, let me play the first soundbite from Grady. Here we go. Well, how cool are you today? Can y'all make up a rap song about this? Well, I'll help you out. As he grabs their gold chains from evidence you and see, puts them on. We got your gold. We put your tail in the county jail. Woo! You think about that, brother. That's some lyrics. And you know what? 
this you could call it the blue gang the bell gang blue rap song how's that i like it i like you it may a lot think it's cool but it'll end up with you arrested every time it's not bad not bad if you got it legal talking about the gold chain now i don't know if gold really sounds like that though but that's not that's not the real thing there is an actual rap song out now going around in Florida called Duckin' Grady Judd. Duckin' Grady on the run. Here we go. This is from the 2435 Media Group. When they would talk to each other. What? And they wanted to make a point. What? They would say GW. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we Every- got them. G-W. I'm kamikaze hard-headed. Uh, 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 I told uh, them I'm a I got a thumb. Uh, I'm in poke Duckin' Grady on the By the way, here it is. I shared it with y'all. Oh, biggest dork whale cock is a dork. Okay. So these people could be whale cocks. I wouldn't give them that much credit. I'll give them the other definition of dork. Now, so we, (laughs) I can't believe they made a music video for Grady Judd. I was so ahead of my time with Grady Judd. It's unbelievable. Now, um, a friend of mine posted this and, and sent it to me. As he posted, he said, you got to get to the 15-minute mark. And uh, I'll share it also with you. We're only going to play a couple minutes of this. This is a, um, I guess, a school board meeting in Indiana that happened over the weekend. We don't have you drug off if you're over the three minutes, but um, we do have nine people uh, signed up to speak. So first on our list is... This guy is awesome. Oh, I can't read that shocking looks like a doctor's signature to me mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's why Just i saying. can't read it oh. <laughs> guilty as charged um, <laughs> dr dan stock uh, 5777 west 700 north mccordsville indiana um to, to address your comment geez it's hard to believe we're 18 months into this and still having a problem and i would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful Boom. and we're getting our sources of information from the Indiana state board of health and the cdc Boom. who actually don't bother to read science before they do this um, i'm actually a functional family medicine physician that means i am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation and everything being recommended by the cdc and the state board of health is actually contrary to all the rules of science So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask. By the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we presented to you. It's been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies (laughs) sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to to ignore the very science. By the way, nobody at this meeting is wearing a mask. They paid to have done. Um, that is why you keep struggling with this, is because you cannot make these viruses go away. The natural history of all respiratory viruses is that they circulate all year long, waiting for the immune system to get sick through the winter or become deranged, as has happened recently with these vaccines, and then they cause symptomatic disease. Because they cannot be filtered out, and they have animal reservoirs, and this Mm. is a very important point, no one can make this virus go away. The CDC has managed to convince everybody that we can handle this like we did smallpox, where we could make a virus go away, 
Smallpox had no animal reservoirs. The only thing it learned to infect was humans. That's Hello. why we were able to make that virus go away. Bats. That will not happen with this any more than it will with influenza, the common cold, respiratory syncytial virus, adenoviral respiratory syndromes, or anything else that has animal reservoirs. So the reason you can't do this is because you're trying to do something which has already been tried and can't be done. Equally important is that vaccination changes none of this, especially with this vaccine. And I would hope this board would start asking itself before it considers taking the advice of the CDC, the NIH, and the State Board of Health, why we are doing things about this that we didn't do for the common cold, influenza, or respiratory syncytial virus. I'm going to stop it right there. You guys can watch the rest. Like I said, I put the link up here on the Mixler page. Uh, copy and save that to watch later. He's about 15 minutes in. Isn't that amazing that an actual doctor is being heard about this? Now, now, I am no longer worried about masks mandates at my comedy show because if they have a mask mandate, I'm going to ask everybody in the crowd to take their masks off as long as you feel comfortable doing it. Because I, I look, man, I've I've about fucking had it with all this bullshit. No, no, I have. Ghost Nevada says, send me the soundbite. Go to a ghost. Go on the Mixler page where everybody talks there and copy and paste the the second one. I put up two links. One is for Grady Judd. The other one is for this guy. Now over the weekend. Before we jump all the way into the terrible, it, uh, and, and, and oh, God damn it. Oh, do we have two stories that are coming up that are so fucking, oh, they're so out there. One actually kept me up Friday night because I didn't think it was true, and then I looked up, and I, like I said, I'll get to it. But this weekend, it was party time. I mean, if you were in Martha's Vineyard this weekend, hello, Daddy. You know what time it is. You knew exactly what time it was this weekend. <laughs> Woo! That's right. It was President Barack Obama's 60th birthday. I'm sorry, extravaganza. At his Martha Vineyard mansion. All kinds of folks there. Now, now they scaled it back, allegedly. The, the part that's funny is they scaled it back and they uninvited Nancy Pelosi, but she was there anyway. She showed up on Martha's Vineyard anywhere. He ran into her after he was playing golf with Don Cheadle. By the way, the party was happening. You see pictures of the former president in his, his cool tropical shirt and his, his khaki pants. Boy, he was living his best life this weekend, not wearing a mask. I tell you this right now. Tommy posted something this morning. He goes, if nobody comes away from that fucking party with COVID or that isn't a super spreader, then there's, they, you, you can pretty much write everything off. That Everybody is talking all kinds of shit about Sturgis right now. Look at all those rednecks in Sturgis. Oh, my God, they're riding around without masks on. Well, look at all these fucking leftist, America-hating fuckers in Martha's Vineyard walking around without masks on. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen was there. Wow, it seems that Chrissy Teigen can get away with telling a girl to kill herself. 
she got canceled for a few months. But one story I read was she came down the stairs singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President, like Marilyn Monroe. Don't make me puke. You are nowhere near Marilyn Monroe. You don't even look like Marilyn Monroe's crap. Marilyn Monroe. Beyonce, Jay-Z were there. Oprah, Gail, of course, those girlfriends have to go with each other. Tom Hanks came back from his uh, visiting his homeland of Greece. George Clooney, so worried about the floods in Italy that he's over here partying with the 60-year-old president. Bradley Cooper, fuck you. John Kerry, I'm sure he flew his private plane to Martha's Vineyard, even though he is the environmental czar. Steven Spielberg and Stephen Colbert were there, too. Um, I, I, oh, Alicia Keys saying the actual happy birthday with, without a mask on. I just want to point that out. Good morning, Arised. How are you? Yeah, Douglas, exactly. Stay home safe. Stay home safe. Don't gather and wear masks. Well, they as sure as fuck didn't do it, did they? No. No, they didn't. They, it, it, it really is sad. Now, the, the funniest part of the whole thing is this next part of the story. Is that the birthday party left, uh, the, the guests left early. Because of the traffic shit show. That's what they called it. Even the headline says traffic SH blank blank show. I love how they say the original guest list of nearly 500 has been reduced to only friends and close family. My fucking dick. Shaka Khan was there. I didn't realize he was close personal friends with Shaka Khan and Don Cheadle. A local Massachusetts police officer can be heard describing the vehicle situation in the town of 4500 as a shit show on his radio as the party started to wind down. By the way, there were 200 staffers there. Nobody is giving the official number. Ooh, look at that. David Letterman, Larry David, and Conan O'Brien were all disinvited. Now, what do they all have in common? They're all comedians. But you got Jay-Z, Beyonce, Don Cheadle, Erica Badu. Now, there were some white folks there, but seems like, I, don't, I don't think any black folks got turned away. I wish I could have been in Martha's Vineyard this weekend because I would have been flinging poop. That's right. I would have gone back to my old primate self, my old chimpanzee self. I would have pooped in my hand and just thrown it right at them. Uh, they can throw huge parties, but Limp Biscuit cancels their tour out of caution of COVID, and it only – whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Limp Biscuit. Oh, come on. 
You've got to be kidding me. The rest of the tour has been canceled? I didn't even know. Well, at least we can get our fucking money back for that. God damn it, you fucking pussies. Oh, I did not know that. I saw that there was a rumor that West Borland had COVID, but I didn't know that they canceled the shows. Oh, man. Well, that's a good old kick to the nuts. Just exactly what I needed because I wasn't getting enough of those. Fans will have to wait longer to see them break stuff out of abundance of caution. The safety of the band. Well, at least we don't have to go to fucking Austin now. Well, that sucks my asshole. I might be done with that band now. That just eats shit. God damn it. But you're right. These people can have humongous parties, huge gatherings. And by the way, by the way, did did Limp Bizkit give all their money back for, for that big show in Chicago they did last week? Were 400,000 people. Uh, by the way, I have not heard. I have not heard any COVID numbers out of Illinois recently. All I hear are Texas and Florida. Well, they, they, they just had a giant concert in, in Chicago. By the way, awful story about a female police officer who was gunned down by fucking thugs in Chicago who had just come back to work after maternity leave. She leaves behind her husband and a two-month-old kid. Awesome. Awesome. COVID only applies and affects regular people. Yeah, it, it, it is true. It's true. I'm telling you right now, I am not canceling my show. No. It, the, the state of California will have to shut down. And if they shut down... Then what we're going to do is we'll get the tickets and we'll go to a fucking outdoor place. And I'll do the fucking show there. God damn, I'm fucking mad right now. These people can have their extravagant galas and balls and lollapaloozas. But nobody else can do anything. Come on. Tell me this is about health. Somebody please. Hey, hey, stupid fuck Katie from the morning show. Tell me this is about science now. I, I would love to have that debate with you. How is this about science? All I got to do is point to this. And then point to Lollapalooza. You know what else? Let's point at all the Major League Baseball games that are happening all over this country and games are selling out. Are those super spreader events? I mean, they're allowing fans, right? I mean, wh- what am I missing? I've only heard f- of Florida supposedly gone up like 500% infection rates. By the way, that doesn't mean shit. Nobody have any shit if you got sick with a cold. This virus is killing less and less, so who gives a fuck about infections? Who gives a fuck about infections? It's the federal government so they can control you. I saw an awesome meme. Awesome meme. So if this is so out of control with the Delta variant, how about this? How about we close down Costco? 
We closed down Sam's. We closed down Walmart. We closed down Target. We We closed down all the big chains for six months. And that way, all the mom and pop stores can then make record earnings like the big stores did during COVID. And, and Kale, you are you are a billion percent correct. Going up five hundred percent means the state had one person who got sick, and now maybe a family of five got sick. That's up five hundred percent. Oh my God! Shut down the hospitals. Five people have it. I talked to a friend of mine in Florida last week. Texted back and forth. I said, "Is it really going up that much?" Because I wanted to know. I mean, look, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. If it was going up and people are dying left and right, I'd be honest with you and say, hey, this is the one you got to worry about. But between the de- Delta, the Epsilon, the fucking Lombada, and I know it's Lambda, I just don't want to make a shitty return, it, re- Revenge of the Nerds joke there. I like Lombada better. Come on. Come the fuck on. Haven't we haven't we suffered enough? But you see, you get assholes. You get assholes like former Planned Parenthood president Dr. Lena Wynn. So baby killer. I'll, I'll just go ahead and call her that. Said on MSNBC, super liberal. That it was time to equate not getting vaccinated with drunk driving. So, so you want to make it illegal to get to not get vaccinated because drunk driving is illegal in this country. So it, it it's equating to drunk driving. And by the way, by the way, I'm just gonna let you in a little secret here, everybody. And this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those that, that's hard to swallow. Do you know how many people drink and drive every weekend? And it's not right. I'm not saying it's right. I, I I would put the number in the tens to hundreds of thousands of people in America. In America, drive drunk every weekend. Legally drunk. Now, they might not be hammered and vomiting all over themselves and wearing a lampshade in the car. But legally, they are too inebriated to drive. By the way, they get home. Not everybody who drives drunk crashes and kills somebody. It does happen a lot, and we should stop it. I'm not saying by any means we need to make this okay, because it's not okay. But to, 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 to compare not being vaccinated to drunk driving, I think you have a better shot at surviving without the vaccination than you do surviving a drunk driving accident. That 99.97, that your natural immunity will break this virus? Drunk driving, I can at least kill someone under 70. Right. Oh, it's... uh, uh. The scare tactics are out there, and and this one, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Um... 
these next two stories, the second story especially, um, makes me sick to my stomach. But this first story, there was a story going around on Friday saying that Joe Biden was going to put people in camps who were not vaccinated. Yeah, look at that. Harrison says, Christ, I drove drunk 200 times before I got a DUI. Join the club, pal. And every, every fact checker in the world said, no, no, he never said that. He did not say that he was going to set up camps. Well, maybe he didn't. So why, on the official Center for Disease Control and Prevention website, cdc.gov, is there this? Updated July 26th. This document presents considerations from the perspective of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for implementing the shielding approach in humanitarian settings as outlined in guidance documents focused on camps, displaced populations, and low-resource settings. What is the shielding approach, they ask? The shielding approach aims to reduce the number of severe COVID-19 cases by limiting contact between individuals at higher risk. By the way, I will share this link with you. There you go. Now, there's tables on here that are set. The household level. This is what you should do. You have a specific room designated for high-risk individuals who are physically isolated from other household members. Meaning, if grandma or grandpa lives in the house, you set them in their room and you close that door and you don't see them. Now, that's the level. The movement interactions, low-risk household members should not enter the green zone. If entry is necessary, it should be done only by healthy individuals after washing their hands and using face coverings and staying socially distance away. Now, we move on then to the neighborhood level. Once again, this is on the Center for Disease Control website.gov. A designated shelter or a group of shelters max 5 to 10 households within a small camp or area where high-risk members are grouped together, neighbors swap households to accommodate high-risk individuals. The interactions are the same. Healthy people are not to go into the swapped house. Now, there's one more level called the camp or sector level. A group of shelters such as schools, community buildings, with a camp or shelter, maximum 50 high-risk individuals per single green zone, The movement and interactions. One entry point is used for exchange of food, supplies, etc. A meeting area is used for residents and visitors to interact while participating physical distancing 
no movement into or outside the green zone. Now, I would imagine they'll have guards set up on that neighborhood camp. I'm sorry, I shouldn't call it a camp. Sector, well, they called it a camp or a sector. Uh, suggested prerequisite, each green zone has a dedicated latrine bathing facility for high-risk people. Men and women and individuals with tuberculosis, severe immune deficiencies, or dementia should be isolated separately. By the way, these are exactly what, what, what he, they said he didn't say. They are setting up camps, or at least the CDC has everything in place to set up camps, internment camps, for people who have not been vaccinated. Now, one more time, people. One more fucking time. I thought between 2016 and 2020, that was the time that Nazis were running America. I'm going to keep that and post that on my social media today and see what happens. You don't think that they want to set up camps for you and control you? I, I, I don't know what more to say. I, I Honestly, I don't know what more to tell you guys. I, if, I hope that you're feeling as sick as I am about this. This isn't the World Health Organization. This is the American organization of the CDC setting up camps. I remember the CDC doing something. Oh, yeah, in the Simpsons when they dropped the giant bubble over the Springfield. Yep. Uh, I think the guards should walk the camp with German shepherds on chains and maybe mystery showers for the campers. Campers go in, but they don't come out. No, they, they that's exactly what this is. I'm surprised they aren't saying you should concentrate on why you're not getting a vaccination. Kale says this is what actual fascism looks like. Yes, the removing of statues, the removing of free speech, the gathering of your guns, and now we're turning people into camps. Pretty soon there will be a reward. Do you know someone that isn't vaccinated? I mean, honestly, think about it. I I know I'm fucking around right now, but think about that. The next George Soros is waiting. Remember when the government was offering $100 for you to get your shot? What happens if they offer $100 for every individual you know that hasn't gotten a vaccination? Oh, it's going to happen. By the way, by the way, I just would like to point out, I have been right about everything happening on this. Every single fucking thing. Health passports. Concentration camps. Fucking ripping people away from their family. For these people that have been in office for 50 years, who have obviously hated this country for the last 50 years. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. 
They'll open this camp, which will coin the opening of Camp Jason, where you can be Jason Voorhees for a day. Dave Coe says, if I go to this camp, can I change my name to something Jewish like Dave, Dave Stein? You better not. Uh, where is Antifa when the real fascists show up? Red and white. Uh, Arnie listens to, who do I listen to? Alex Jones on the floor. No, I do not listen to Alex Jones. Alex Jones is an idiot. Alex Jones, the first time I ever heard Alex Jones, I fucking thought it was a comedy tape. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Now, that isn't even the story that made me the sickest this weekend. Nope. That one's next. And let me just tell you this right now. If you have a weak stomach, I am not doing this to make you sick. <sighs> um, I've had dogs my entire life. Started with my first puppy, Harvey. We got a dog then after Harvey died, after nine, ten years of hip dysplasia. We got a puppy from the SPCA. Named it Killer. It was a Springer Spaniel. Big Jerry Lee Lewis fan I was. So I named it Killer. Died a week after we had it because it had some sort of disease. That's when I vowed never to go to the SPCA again. Sorry. I, I, I just can't do it. Um, my mom really wanted another Springer Spaniel, so we got the dog Mookie. Mookie lasted a long time. Stayed with my dad after I moved out to move to Sacramento. After my mom passed away, dad had to put Mookie down. When I was in Sacramento, uh, before my uh, 30th birthday, when I was 29, I got an English bulldog and named him Bevo. And Bevo and I were thick as thieves. Bevo had heart disease and died the day before my 30th birthday. It's crushing. I got another dog named him Tex, but he wasn't the same, and I ended up giving him to a friend who really, really wanted uh, and, and had a lot of land. I lived in an apartment. I was like, please take it. And then I got the dog of dogs. I got Thor. I ended up having to give him away, too, when I moved out of the house that I was living in, but he was my first French Mastiff. And now I have Bubba, my other French Mastiff. I've had dogs my entire life. When I saw this story, I will say this right now. If I ever meet Dr. Anthony Fauci, I am going to cut his throat out. But you, I, I, I'm not backing down from that. I, that, that, is a le- that is right there a legal threat. I am threatening Anthony Fauci. Why, you ask? Anthony Fauci and his lab spent $424,000 on experiments with beagles. You know, Snoopy. And these experiments decided to show how long it takes for a dog to die after being bitten by flies. Uh, 
According to documents obtained by the Freedom of Information Act, healthy beagles are given an experimental drug and then intentionally infested with flies that carry disease causing parasites that affect humans. At the end of the ongoing experiments, the dogs were all then killed. Experimenters admit the investigational drug has been extensively tested and confirmed in different animal models such as mice, Mongolian gerbils, and rheus macaws. There was no reason for Fauci to use more than $400,000 abusing dogs. Now, if you could hear my voice cracking during that, I like dogs more than I like people. And for all you people that stand up and say, this Fauci guy knows what he's talking about. He's nothing more than a fucking dog-killing Nazi. I, I, I saw this story and damn near broke down. This is the guy who tells us what we can and cannot put in our bodies. Anyone that can hurt a Mongolian gerbil is a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. That study is messed up. Fuck Fauci. Ah, Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. Uh, this isn't a new thing. This happens all over the U.S. at universities and lab. Oh, I understand. But this one is tied right to Dr. Anthony Fauci. I would say that about any doctor who did some sort of shit like this. The reason why I'm telling you this, Dave Co is to give people actual ammunition to use against Anthony Fauci. This guy is nothing more than a quack who lies to Congress. I, still, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what the fuck is going on here in America. Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden should both be in prison for treason against this country. Fauci lied to Congress. That's maybe not treason, but he lied to Congress. Cuff him, stuff him. What Joe Biden is doing right now is unconstitutional with these mortgage or these, 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 these eviction moratoriums. He knows, he's come out and said, I can't do this, but he's done it. Once again, when people say, oh, they can't do that, he's doing it. And where is anybody fighting him on it? Where is the media saying, excuse me, Mr. President, you can't do this. Excuse me, Miss Speaker of the House, he can't do this. You need to impeach him. He is not upholding the Constitution of the United States of America. I look. I, I I would I would be I would be shocked if China decided to attack America. I don't think Joe Biden would bring our military to save us. I really don't.
Yeah, if he apologizes and goes to jail for 18 months, he can salvage his NFL career. Hmm. Yeah, I, I imagine Dr. Fauci and Michael Vick are fucking fans of each other. Mm-mm-mm. Dogs get sent to universities specifically for necropsy and surgical practices. Sorry, hot button. Oh, I, I, hey, I understand. When I saw this story, I knew this would be a hot button issue for a lot of people. And there are going to be people say, listen to Dr. Fauci. I remember when I posted something about Fauci being fucking asshole or some bullshit. And I was called out by Katie, that stupid idiot, on the radio in Sacramento. What's what she said that isn't true? Well, pretty much every time he opens his fucking mouth, dummy. I, look, I'm sorry that she has a kid that has some sort of heart issue. That's what it is. That, that her kid's immune system is fucked up. Yeah, you've got to take care of it. Yeah, you, you stay in. But not everybody has to. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. We used to be okay here in America. If somebody was fucked up, that person had to deal with the rest of the world, not vice versa. You remember the story in Placer County about the handicapped guy who used to go around every fucking new building that was being built? And would measure and make sure it had all the handicapped stuff in there. And if it was missing one thing, he would sue them. Remember that guy? We, be, we built a studio. In, in Placer County. A, a, a broadcast studio. That, by the way, was set up for six people to use. None of those people had any handicap. That motherfucker was there day three making sure everything was ADA-coded. By the way, it delayed the building by about four weeks. The way our studio was designed had to be changed. The way the bathrooms were designed had to be changed. Why? On the off chance that something... See, this is what I used to like about our country. There's a great character to think about. I want you to think about Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, you got magic legs. You've got a third magic leg that you like to slap me in the face with. Remember how he got along? I'm not saying that the world shouldn't lighten up on handicapped people, but at least handicapped people used to realize that the world didn't revolve around them. Now it is. Kid who has a peanut allergy, the entire school has to fucking say no more peanuts because of little Jimmy. I would be honestly surprised. I I mean, if if you heard some kid got bed bugs, I would imagine that the school would probably close down instead of saying, hey, dirty kids, stay home. Kids that used to have lice, we used to call them the dirty kids at school. Nah, I know it's not dirty, but we were kids. Now you say that, you're probably a hate monger. What happened? When did we lose our spine as a country? I I mean, honestly. They get rid of beds, yeah. If Dan didn't want people's help, I'm sure he said, God damn it, a few times too. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't understand. I, I honestly, I, I've been saying it for two weeks now. I, I'm so lost when it comes to trying to understand this world that we live in now. Because this world that we live in right now is, I'll just say, it, it's dog shit. I, I won't even put dogs under for that. It's shit. That's what this world is right now. It's shit. America is overrun by a media that's nothing but fucking scaredy cats, and they want to scare the shit out of you. That's all. They want to make it seem like this cold, which is known as coronavirus, is going to kill you. Remember last week the headline that I wrote? This Delta variant is going to find you, and it's going to infect you. Well, that's not true. It doesn't have a map. It doesn't have Siri to locate your house. If you take the right precautions, you don't go around a bunch of sick fucking people. By the way, that first video I played was so great hearing that doctor say that this is an air. Nobody's ever wanted to say this except him. This is an airborne disease now. The molecules are so small that if there's any, when you put on a mask and you know that little area right next to your nose, there's a little air spot right there. Guess what? It goes in right there and gets in your nose. You got it. I think the masks, they made us wear the masks just to make us all look stupid, personally. I think that was one of those things that one of the funnier Congress people said, hey, why don't we mandate masks? This will be this will be our, our nod to China that we feel your pain when you wear your masks over there. Even though they got a billion fucking people that are there that all live within two blocks of one another. Mm-mm-mm. Now, this ought to make you feel really, really good about your current pra- and and look. I'm just gonna tell you this right now. Um you can you can yell at me. You you can you can say all the bad things you want about me. Oh, you're just a Republican. You just hate Democrat. No, no. See, that's too easy. That's too easy for me just to hate Democrats. Masks are another way to divide us. Yes. Oh, Douglas, you're absolutely right. I want you to think about this. Who's the biggest scumbag that we've had in America for the last year? Now, take away the Anthony Fauci stuff. Take away COVID. Who was America's biggest scumbag? It's easy. His name was Harvey Weinstein. I just want to point this out to you. Your current president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, Joey out of Scranton, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, has links to multiple operatives and a private security firm that served as fixers for the one and only Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. A prominent Democratic attorney who represented Weinstein gave $130,000 to the Biden Victory Fund, a pro-Biden political action committee, and $5,600 to Biden's campaign. 
wouldn't you uh wouldn't wouldn't you try to distance yourself from those kind of people? Anybody linked to Harvey Weinstein? Uh, pulling Oprah. Oprah acts like she doesn't even know him. Yet they were seen photographed sitting next to each other, hugging each other at the Academy Awards a few years ago. Oh, and lo and behold, Hillary Clinton came in there too. Was Bill Cosby making the drinks? They all were masked in China, yet the COVID still spread to the rest of the world. Just dumb. Yep. Wearing masks are so ugly girls can feel pretty, even though we can still tell they are ugly underneath them masks. So good old Joe has a tie to that guy. But what about this guy? I, I, there are so many great stories this weekend. Arizona lawmakers demand that Senator, a Democratic senator, immediately resign after being charged with sexual misconduct with a minor. No, 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 a, mi- a kid underage. Not somebody digging for coal. A minor. Yeah. State Senator Tony Navarrete, an up-and-coming rising star in the Democratic Party, was charged for sexually abusing a boy for years and attempting to abuse another one. Now, (laughs) I don't know about you, this Democratic Party, all these, I mean, Joe Biden likes to sniff little kids' hair. You know, that's why Joe Biden will never go to a cancer hospital. There's no hair to sniff. Oh, speaking of that, jokes today. Jokes. Oh, my bad, my bad. Today's jokes on the old TikTok. Uh, what's the difference between jelly and jam? I can't jelly my cock in your mother's ass. What do people, this, this is one that was given to me last week, so I said I'd use it. Yes, Addict Brian, that is the younger guy. That's a state senator in Arizona. Uh, what do people from Tennessee and Lunchmeat have in common? Both are inbred. And our final joke of today is, why was Jeffrey Dahmer so healthy? Because he ate at least five fruits a day. <laughs> um. I, I I mean, this is so great. Let's see. We'll, we'll save that one. Okay. Representative Andy Briggs forced out. Yeah, that, that's his name. Repo- oh, wait. Uh, Representative Andy Biggs announced Friday that he intends to file articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, citing the administration's hand uh, handling of the crisis at the southern border. How about we just in, impeach everybody that's up there? By the way, by the way, did, did you see that they want to they want to try to force the immigrants? To get well, they're offering them COVID shots once they cross over the border illegally. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, 
let's see. Okay. Oh, I did that story okay. Uh, last one on the national type level here for a little bit because we got to go back. We got all kinds of Olympic co coverage to get to. We do have celebrity ass death match today. Um, just to let everybody know, this is from the Ohio Star newspaper. <sighs> An analysis of the Nevada state voter data shows a 9,000-vote difference between those marked as having participated in the general election and the number of ballots actually cast. Now, let's see. Clark County. Wow. Clark County alone had almost 6,000 votes extra. Isn't that crazy. Washoe County had over 2,000 extra votes. Now, once again, once again, all I'm saying is this. I, I, I don't want to go back to the election was stolen and all this kind of stuff. But why is it for three and a half years we heard about Russian collusion? There was zero evidence of it. It was all something made up by Hillary Clinton. The Mueller report, all that stuff. Billions of dollars were spent on it. Not one fucking red nickel has really been spent on this election. That election, zero pieces of evidence saying there was any collusion going on. No evidence at all. Yet we investigated it for three and a half years. This election, the day after it was over, clean, fair election, nothing to look at. Well, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, you're going to have to hold that, that record there. We have evidence. Now, I'm not saying they're going to look into it. I'm not going to say... He's going to get kicked out of office. But isn't this interesting? Isn't this interesting that Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada are all doing deep-dive forensic uh, counting of their ballots? And I believe Michigan and Pennsylvania will be doing it as well. Isn't it weird that they're doing this and we're not getting reported on it because of COVID? We have to we have to we have to report all this COVID stuff. Isn't that strange? I mean, to me it's a big deal. This is, and, and and let me say this right now. This is a big deal because it was the general election. This is a big deal on every state election that happened in Nevada. Every city election that happened in the state of Nevada on that general election day, if they had 5,000 extra people voting in Clark County alone, that's Las Vegas, it's almost 6,000 people. You know they, they all went the same way for everything. But once again, we're told, oh, shut up, you crazy conspiracy theorist, you. 
In Clark County, they have 968,316 registered voters. 968. The total ballots that were cast were 974,185. Now, there are other discrepancies. Washoe County. I mean, there's a co- I, almost 9,000 votes in Nevada. But, hey. Hmm. Oof. Wow. People are kind of, by the way, by the way, uh, there's another post on my Instagram saying I'm not a comedian. I've said that for years. I am not a stand-up comedian. I do comedy shows. Stand-up comedians, they actually work. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me just take an offshoot here as someone tries to besmirch me. And you know what? I know this person. I know what he's doing. That's fine. That's fine. He wants to besmirch me. I've never called myself a stand-up comedian. I don't travel in and out of hot, hot hotels, travel five, 600 miles to do a gig. I don't do that. No. I have the utmost respect for the comedians. But comedians have allowed me and welcomed me into their world. Now, I don't have to explain myself at all. Not, not one bit whatsoever. If you don't think I'm a comedian, then don't come see me. If you don't like the show, then don't come see me. I, I'm fine with that. I've, I've never said I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm not. I do a stand-up show. Listen to this. Uh, by the way, by the way, uh, so uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll read it to you. Truth is, uh, Todd is right. Maybe not about how many people will be there, but he is right about you as a comedian. You are a funny guy, but that does not make you a comedian, as you tell stories, not deliver jokes. So uh, my friend Jesus wrote, kind of like Ron White or Dave Chappelle, a couple other non-comedians. Wow. Man, I tell you what, are people that threatened by me? Is that what it is? Why are you threatened by me? I'm a big, fat redneck from Texas. Why are you so threatened by me? What worries you so much about me? Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Now, see, I could go down a dark road. I'm not going to, though. Not going to go. I'm going to show I'm man enough to keep my little feud away from this show, which I could have outed it. And by the way, by the way, that guy, that, mm, it's taking everything I have right now to hold back. Let me just say, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are pretty threatening. That's what makes ABC so great. Mm-hmm. I guess this guy never watched your stand-up DVD. Oh, no, no, he's seen it. No, 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 
This is this is just a personal attack on me. That's fine. That is fine and dandy. That is great. I'm gonna, I, I got to take a breath here for a second. Otherwise, I'm about to fucking unload. And you, you, you don't want that. You don't want that. Do you really want to go to war with me on social media? Really? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Hey, if you don't like me, that's great. This is the thing I don't get anymore. This is what I don't understand. I fucking hate Burger King. I do. I cannot stand Burger King. When is the only time I mention Burger King on this show? When I have to talk about fucking assholes like this. You know why I don't talk about Burger King? Because I don't fucking like it. So I don't talk about it. I don't go there and bitch at them for not having a fucking Egg McMuffin. So if you don't like me, if, if you don't think I'm funny, if you don't think my, my show's a comedy show, then don't go. It's that fucking simple. But you got to get on your muscles. I want you to remember that the next time that you're incarcerated, sir. Who's going to visit you then? Mm-hmm. No, Addict Brian, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna out it. I'm not gonna out it at all. But it's awesome to see how you're repaid for friendship. For loyalty. Uh-huh. All right. I, I, I truly hope these people come to the show. Maybe I'll leave a ticket for him. I was going to leave a ticket for him, but fuck him. He can pay. He's rich. Yeah, he's rich. Oh, there's so many things I want to do and say. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's go to uh, this guy right here, Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. One of his accusers has come out publicly now. And has filed a criminal complaint over groping. She spoke for the first time. She's one of 11 women who accused him of groping her in the governor's mansion in Albany. He also allegedly rubbed her butt while taking a selfie with him on New Year's Eve. Leaving her shaking with fear. How is this guy still in office? 11 women? What... Wait, what happened? Wait, ladies, can y'all tell me something here? Um, um, you remember the Me Too thing that happened? Remember all that? You remember how many people got canceled, how many people got eviscerated? By just one woman coming forward and talking about somebody. Now we have 11 women? Kind of like the 55 women that spoke out about Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm.
it, it what happened? We were all gung ho for that the the Me Too movement, and now we we just stopped for Andrew Cuomo. That's uh, I I don't even know what to say anymore. Where is our logic anymore? Where, where is any of that? And I got sent this story. This, this is actually really funny, and this is going to get thrown out. But I'm still going to do it beforehand. Uh, anyway, uh, this is about the governor of Oklahoma. So some guy who slept with his sister to get the part. Governor Stitt has ceremonially signed a bill that will help ensure Oklahoma high school graduates have to pass the U.S. civics test before graduating beginning 2022-23 school year. The test is the same one administered by the United States Citizenship and Immigration Service that is required of anyone desiring to become a U.S. citizen. By the way, this will be thrown out immediately. You can't make them do that. You can't make them learn about America. That's xenophobic. That's terrible. And, Rise, thank you for sending me this. I believe it was you that sent me this story. I think it's great. I think that's what we should be teaching kids in school. But no, of course not. That's xenophobic. You can't do that. God, fuck you, America. Why, why, why in the fuck would we ever want to do anything like that? All right, let's do it, shall we? Let, let, let's get to uh, the celebrity-ass death match today, shall we? Today we are, are discussing the biggest, biggest store. store. The Mount Rushmore I have scoured the world looking for the biggest dorks in the world. No, not whale penises. Actual dorks, nerds, geeks, dweebs, idiots, punks, anything like that. And we have found them, and we will vote on them right here, right now. Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup, we have Captain Dork himself, the man who runs Facebook. The one and only Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of Harvard after he started Facebook, and now he's one of the richest people in the entire world because everybody is addicted to social media. And he is taking on the actor that portrayed him in the movie Social Network because that guy is a dork, and his name is Jesse Eisenberg. So I ask you, ass family, who is the bigger dork? Is it Mark Zuckerberg or is it Jesse Eisenberg? Ask family, who ya got?
My name is Zuck, and I'm here to suck. We have a winner, ass family. And, and you know, here's the sad part. His last name starts with a Z. That's halfway cool. And having a Z as your a Z? Come on, nobody has that. But Mark Zuckerberg moves on. Next one up, we have a couple of gigantic dorks, doofuses and idiots. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, between the first man to, well, he didn't know, he didn't, did Elon, yeah, Elon went up in space first, right? No, he hasn't gone. It was Jeff Bezos and the other guy. But he had a rocket ship. Good old Elon Musk. And they're going to start fucking making the pickup truck in Austin. It looks awful. So Elon Musk taking on. The one and only. My name is Stephen Hawkins. Elon Musk against Stephen Hawkins. Ask family. Who you got? It's close. It's coming down to the wire. Mm -hmm. We have ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Elon Musk is defeated. He is defeated. Stephen Hawkins moves on. He rolls on, I should say. Stephen Hawkins. All right. Next matchup. Oh, man. This is a tough one here. Because I like the second guy a lot, but he is a dork. First guy, I don't care for him much because he's all about fucking curing viruses. He thought, hey, you know what? I can cure computer viruses, so I can also cure human viruses. I'm talking about the one and only dork himself, Bill Gates. Taking on right-wing, super-duper conservative Jewish fella, but man, is he nerdy. I like him a lot, and he's a smart guy, and I'd hang out with him. But he is a nerd. I give you Ben Shapiro. Bill Gates versus Ben Shapiro. Ask family. Who ya got? This is an upset. 
Oh, wait, wait, Arise got in there. Oh, we have a tie. We have a tie. Ask family, we have a tie right now. I need the first vote after Arise, who barely got in. Bill Gates. Ben Shapiro. Who is the bigger dork? Ask family. Who you got? Oh, look at that. Harrison's here. Harrison answers it. We have a winner. It is Bill Gates. Bill Gates moves on. Oh, man. That was going to be one of the biggest upsets ever in Mount Rushmore history, I think. Final matchup. This guy looks like a walking, talking penis, and so does his spaceship. Man, oh, man, I do not like this guy. I like what he has, but I don't like him, and I'm talking about the one and only Jeff Bezos taking on that fucking bitch on MSNBC who thinks she's smarter than she is, but she ain't. But she is a dork, and I'm talking about Rachel Maddow. Jeffrey Bezos, Rachel Maddow, ass family, who you got? ourselves a winner as family looky there looky there jeff bezos moves on now we have to figure out who gets on that mountain who is on the mount rushmore first matchup as family i ask you in the matchup between super dorks mark zuckerberg the leader and head nerd of facebook taking on one of the smartest people ever to be on the planet, stuck in a wheelchair, using a speaking spell to speak. Ask family, I give you Stephen Hawkins. Mark Zuckerberg, Stephen Hawkins. Ask family, who ya got? safe from being on the mountain because Stephen Hawkins has beat him out. He is now on Mount Rushmore. Who will join him there between these two icons of money? Will it be the former richest man in the world, Bill Gates, 
or will be the current richest man in the entire world? Jeff Bezos, biggest dork, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, ask family who you got. more of dorks along with Stephen Hawkins we will get to the Western Conference next after I give you all of the Olympic updates from this last weekend here at ArnieRadio.com Each night I leave the bar room when it's over Not feeling any pain at closing time But tonight your memory found me much too sober I couldn't drink enough to keep you off my mind Tonight the bottle let me down And let your memory come around The one true friend I thought I'd found Tonight the bottle let me down Bye. 
bottle let me down Tonight the bottle let me down Some have said down through history It's a mystery, but I guess they don't know what they're talking about. From the mountains down to the sea, you've become such a habit with me. America, America. Well, I come from down round Tennessee, but the people. In California, were nice to me, America. It don't matter where I may roam, tell you people that it's home, sweet home, America, America. And my brothers are all black and white, yellow too. Expect a little from you. Promise and then follow through, America. All the men who fell on the plains and who lived through hardship and pain, America, America. And the men who could not. That didn't seem right. You let 'em come home, America. And my brothers are all black.
Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. I tell you what, if you miss the first hour of the show, hour and a half of the show, you miss some fired up shit there, boy. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss September 17th at the Esquire IMAX Theater. Bring it. Bring it on, motherfuckers. Because I ain't got nothing to fucking lose. I'm the most dangerous man on that stage. Because I ain't got shit to lose. Bring it on. Bring it on. And if you come in public, oh my God. I am going to make you cry. I swear to God. (laughs) You are getting in an ass-kicking competition with somebody that's got 14 legs, motherfucker. Oh, I can't wait. I am so excited for that show. Last night I couldn't sleep. Had a lot of shit on my mind, right, before all this bullshit. And I started working on the show, the stand-up show, even more, fine-tuning it. I love the flow, and I've come up with how the flow is going to go. By the way, not a show you want to miss. If you want to learn some things, this is the show to go to. Esquire IMAX, tickets available at Arnie Radio. Now, now, let's get to it, huh? This weekend was the end of the Olympic Games. These games really sucked because America has a bunch of pussies. And instead of doing their job, they decide to take a knee or show a fist. Because it's more important to be woke than to ever, ever win. Which has never been in America, but we're not America anymore. Sorry to all the good men and women who have... Oh, that's way too fast. I can't sing that. Anyway. All right. So this weekend... Or the finals of the Olympic Games. Thank God. Now bring fucking Yellowstone on. Jesus. Um, but the uh, the closing ceremonies uh, happened, I guess, last night. A total of 626 athletes competed for the United States of America at the Tokyo Games. The Americans went home with the most overall medals including the most overall golds, 39 golds, 41 silver, 33 bronze medals, grand total of 113 medals in 28 different sports, 164 women, 93 men won medals, China and Japan, the closest to matching America, China uh, won 38 and 27, oh, 38 and Japan won 27. So we beat China by one, which means they're probably going to blow us up now because, and by the way, that athlete that cost him, he's probably dead or she's probably dead. I'm not kidding. Uh, let's see. So, so these games were marred with people deciding to, by the way, the, the viewership was down. Almost 60% now. They, they figured it out, which NBC is not happy with. Rightfully so, because they pay 
billions, and that's with a B, to get the rights to cover this. And they're pissed off because the ratings have never been lower. The games were weird to watch because there were no fans there. It, 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 I didn't care for it. I, I watched some of it. But uh, I, I got to say, this was, this was one of the worst Olympics of all time. But you know what? Some good shit came out of it, including this first. I love this first story more than anything else I think I've ever talked about. Subway franchisees are begging the company to get rid of Megan Rapinoe from the ads. I bet you one guy even yelled back, bring back Jared, bring back Jared. <laughs> you would rather have a fucking pedo who's in prison than fucking Megan Rapinoe. Oh, my God. I mean, I, how, can, how can it get worse? Subway, Subway, what has happened? First, your sandwiches aren't long enough. Then your main spokesman that puts you on the map is a kid toucher. Then, then you put fake tuna in your sandwiches. And the one big tuna that you have, nobody likes her. Oh, I think this is so delicious on so many levels. I cannot stand Subway. Their sandwiches, I think, suck. I would rather have a gas station sandwich than a Subway sandwich. But if they fire Megan Rapinoe, I might go get me a cold-cut combo. I think this is so fantastic. On a recent discussion forum hosted by the North American Association of Subway Franchisees, the NAASF, a Wisconsin store operator shared a photo of a handwritten note from a customer taped to the door on the wall. Boycott Subway until Subway fires the anti-American Megan Rapinoe, the creep who kneels for our beloved national anthem. The ad should be pulled and done with. <laughs> it's getting tiring apologizing. Subway's new slogan changed from eat fresh to our franchisees want us to eat dick. Oh, I think that's so great. And by the way, they, they, look, I'll say, let, 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 me, let me be fair to the stupid-ass Megan Rapinoe. I'd love to have a discussion with her because I'd put her in her place. If she was taking a knee to symbolize her stance against this country and gay rights. You know what? She's got ground to stand on there. She awesome. Megan, when you take that knee and you share that sentiment with people like, I don't know, Colin Kaepernick, who, by the way, by the way, Colin Kaepernick, who thought that Fidel Castro was a great man. Yet the people in Cuba, right, Cuba, sorry, hate Fidel Castro. 
They know what kind of evil dictator it is. So you taking this knee in support of Colin Kaepernick, who says that, that black people aren't represented in this country. When you have a black teammate who stands for the national anthem. Oh, this wokeness has got to go. It, it really, really does. This isn't... I, I just... When, when I hear that, that... And look, look, look. Once again, let me state on the record, officially, I have no clue, no idea what it's like to be black in this country. I, I do not know that. I never, ever will. I don't know what it's like to get pulled over for driving a nice car. I, I, I don't know that. Nor will I ever know that. And you appropriating yourself to take this knee and stance for this, you're never going to know. Honey, you're rich. You know, if you're taking a knee to to talk about the pay discrepancy between women's soccer and men's soccer, well, we can sit down and have a discussion about that. Once again, you're wrong about that due to the fact that they can't pay you more because your sport, women's soccer, doesn't earn as much as men's soccer worldwide. And when it comes down to it in the World Cup, when teams like America show up for the World Cup, the men's team doesn't show up because, well, they suck. But you see, all that money is all pooled together. And wouldn't you know that the men's soccer money is ten times that of the women. Yet the women are actually paid more than the men per the, the arrangement. The U.S. men's soccer team gets something like 4% of this big pie or whatever. The women's team of their pie, they get like 9, 10% of it. Oh, it, absolutely stupid. But at least if she was taking a knee for that, I could fucking go, okay, I get it. I love the fact. I, I want her to be canceled. I want the right to start canceling people. You don't stand for the national anthem. Fuck you. You're done. Sorry. Have you heard the uh, rap song, Tom McDonald, Fake Woke? No, not yet. Triple and good morning, Triple T. What's shaking, brother? Put Subway's marketing team, Simone Biles, Kamala, dog shit, jerk off at least half the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Terrible employees. <laughs> oh, I put Dak Prescott on there. Easily. Oh, don't get me started on that guy. Don't get me started. Uh, Douglas has heard it. Look, th th this wokeness. Um, I'm in favor of of not oppressing people. I, I, I know that's a big stance for me. <laughs> it's a big stance for any human that doesn't want to see other humans oppressed. But can anybody tell me? I mean, honestly, like the optics that are out there. Do you remember the, 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 the congresswoman that we talked about last week, Cori Bush? Remember her from Missouri who's very, very upset? Oh, and by the way, oh, I have to tell this story here. Let, let me get through this, and then I'm going to get on why Chris Payne and I will never, ever be friends again. Um, remember she got upset that the governor of Missouri pardoned those two people 
who were defending their home. She got so upset, and she wants to defund the police, and she said she would gladly pay. Now, now, first of all, let me, let me, oh, let me finish. She would gladly pay up to $200,000 a year for her personal security. Now, when you oppose police and you can actually defund them, you are no longer oppressed because you are taking the livelihood out of people. You, you are causing them not to have jobs. You are no longer, when you can start firing people, and by the way, you're an elected official, so you're definitely not oppressed whatsoever. And if you can afford $200,000 a year for personal security, did I say a month? I meant $200,000 a year. My bad. If you can afford $200,000 a year for personal security, you are far from oppressed. You are far from knowing what oppression truly is. This is a woman who works in the United States government who has not paid her rent and is the one responsible pretty much for the eviction moratorium to be extended, which, by the way, is unconstitutional. She should lose her job as well. Yes, she is definitely, Douglas, I agree with you, way more important than the peasants. Kamala should show Megan Rapinoe how to take two knees. If that's true, then all the girls have to do is put more asses in the seats. May I suggest a Hooters soccer team? Now, look, Dave Coe, you, you, I, I understand the joke, and it's funny, and it's great. But let, let, me, let, let me just say this once again. Women's sports, and I will say that I'll say women's sports are just as important as men's sports when it comes to teaching young ladies how to work in a group setting, how to play sports. I think sports are one of the greatest things that's out there for all kids. Who are we kidding? Nobody wants to see a super athletic competition of two women's teams. I mean, look, just point at the WNBA, point at women's soccer. Women's soccer is a little bit more popular, but WNBA sure as fuck isn't. Women's college basketball, not as near as popular. Men's college basketball. It's just the truth. We don't like to see the game played under the rim anymore. Women aren't as fast as men. They aren't as strong as men. I'm not saying all. I'm saying in general that there are strong women out there before anybody fucking misconstrues anything I say, like me calling myself a comedian or something. When it comes down to it, people don't want to see that. If there was a, a woman's NFL league, would you watch that over the regular NFL? The answer is no. No, you wouldn't. They're slower. They're not going to be able to throw the ball this far, and it's a worse game. It's a worse product. I don't care if they have it. They can have it all they want. But don't try to compare yourself to the people like Tom Brady and, and, and Peyton Manning's of the world. Childbirth is important, too, but I don't want to watch it. There you go, Dave Go. The only women's sport I can watch and actually enjoy is UFC. And if you enjoy that, that's great. I, I think it's awesome that women are in the fighting. But... Ronda Rousey was about the only one 
And even then, it was because her fights lasted eight seconds. It wasn't because she was hot or anything. She's the only one who could ever headline a card. I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you that right here, right now. Who would you rather see? Would you rather see a pay-per-view headlined by Conor McGregor? Or would you rather see one headlined by Ronda Rousey? I would say at least 8 out of 10 people would say Conor McGregor. Sorry, it, it's true. We had female boxing. Layla Ali, the daughter of the greatest heavyweight champion of all time, allegedly. Muhammad Ali. She didn't break any pay-per-view numbers. So this idea that that I'm in favor of women's sports completely, but just just realize you're there thanks to the funding of the men's sports. Um, I accidentally watched a women's basketball game for a minute a few weeks ago. There is no one in the stands. How is that funded? It's funded by the WNB or by the NBA. It's just like the LPGA tour. You don't see a lot of gals on the LPG. You don't see a lot of fans there. You don't see crowds 15 people deep to watch Tiger Woods make a putt in the LPGA. There is no Tiger Woods. I believe Tiger Woods' niece tried to play in the LPGA. Didn't want to. Right now, they still blame COVID. Um, I would I would say they probably have the exact same attendance numbers. If they're allowing fans at WNBA games, they will have the exact same numbers that they had last year during a COVID-shortened season. I just love the fact that Subway people now hate Megan Rapinoe. I think it's so great. Uh, Oh, here's another asshole in the Olympics. Oh, I don't like seeing this. Natalie Golbus? Natalie Golbus. She never made anything out of herself. She was a sex symbol. You know why people watch her? Because she was hot. She won one major. Aniska Sorenstam, the greatest woman golfer of all time, not hot. <laughs> well, you can't scream get in the hole when a woman's putting. Um, let, me, let, let me watch this. I'm going to watch this video. Sieht schon? Was ist da los okay. bei Annika Schleu? Oh God, this gal's crying. Is, it, there's no crying in Germany. Was ist da los? This is the equestrian event. This gal's horse Zeit, has got a mind of its own. It doesn't want to jump Sprünge. anything. Und Annika Schleu. Ooh, this is German NBC coverage. Mit der Bundestrainerin Kim oh, this, is, this thing is going to the glue factory. Oh, hey, coach! Uh-oh, this coach punched a horse? What do you think, you're Mongo from Blazing Saddles? A pentathlon coach, when she put her hands on St. Boy during the jumping competition, she punched it, and they kicked her ass out of the Olympics. Good. What are you punching a horse for? That horse will kick you right in your fucking kuha. Now, I feel bad for the rider. The, the rider is just bawling her eyes out. Because the horse isn't fucking doing what it's supposed to do. Probably because the horse is used to having fans in the stands. Don't punch a horse. Uh, Annika used her uh, whip to get the horse to comply to no avail. 
St. Boy cleared four of the hurdles, but not the fifth. And she went from first to last. Oh, wrong one. Mongo is only pawn in Game of Life. Dude, do you guys know how much I love doing this show? I, I, I mean, honestly, you guys make me laugh so much. <laughs> Christopher, that was fantastic. Oh, man, I, I, I hope I bring you half the joy that you people bring me each and every day. So this gal punched a horse. She got kicked out of the Olympics. Mm. Uh, it's the Germans. The Germans. Oh, man. All right. Is this the same thing? Oh, no. Oh, there's another dickhead that was in the Olympics. Even Piers Morgan blasted him. Now, this is pretty funny, actually. This is something that Arnie States would do. First of all, let, let, let's clear our minds, shall we? Let's clear our minds and try to imagine. Arnie States in a marathon. I know, right? I hope everybody's laughing as much as I am. So this story is about Morhead Amdouni. He is from France. Not originally. Motherfucker is running in a marathon. By the way, that is the worst thing to watch on television. There is nothing worse than watching a marathon. Oh, as they reach the four-mile mark, only about 18 more to go. Or, I don't know, they run. So, the dude is running, right? He's going to town. Oh, there's a video. Oh, I have video of it? Oh, please play. Oh, no, it's not playing? Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Please play the video. Oh, there's the video. Oh, here you go. Oh, there's the video. Lower. Lower. All right, here, I'll share the video with you. So this would be Arnie States as an Olympian. So he's running, and shockingly, he's behind the Kenyan fella. I know, right? Isn't that a surprise? Kenyans have the first three spots in the marathon as they're running. And here we go. Guys getting water, getting water, getting water. And the French guy is knocking over all the water bottles. Like all the runners behind him can't get water now because the French guy knocked all the water bottles down. What a dick. Oh, wee wee. If you cannot have water, oh, you will not beat me in the race. Hey, stupid. Guys, one, two, and three already got the water. Those are the guys you don't want to have the water, idiot. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, who, by the way, freaks me the fuck out. When they show him just from, like, the neck up, he looks, he looks like a skinnier version of the Nazi whose face melted off when Indiana Jones opened the fucking the, the Ark of the Covenant. Remember that movie? You remember Raiders of the Lost Ark? You remember when that Nazi fellow who had the, the, the cool hat, he got, ah, and his face melted? That's Adam Silver. Just figured that out. 
NBA commissioner, also we don't know if he's a Nazi or not, uh, reports that the WNBA has lost an average of $10 million every year it's existed, which the NBA subsidizes out of the goodness of its politically correct heart. Well, Harrison, let me, I, I've got a question for you, my journalistic friend. How long has the WNBA been around? Let's find out how much they have lost. Mike D says, well, that speed walking was exhilarating. Right next to a bunch of Chinese people celebrating and, yes, stretching for ping pong. Yes, speed walking is bad. If I can, if you can, if you can train for the Olympics at your mall, it is not a sport. What are you doing here today? You getting some new shoes? No, nope, no, nope, training for the uh, the games in Paris. Going to be a speed walker. Jokes on jokes on him. Kenyans are used to running without access to running water. <laughs> yeah, but they got it, man. Funny, I just watched that movie yesterday. Oh, that's so fantastic. WNBA, 25 years. They have lost a quarter of a billion dollars. Come on. I, I, I mean, seriously, seriously. Come on. $250 million you've lost? Oh, God almighty. Yeah, I saw this story. Even Piers Morgan called this guy out. Wow, a Kenyan won the fucking marathon. That's a that's crazy. I'm shocked. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, I gotta oh I gotta hit these two stories here. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, I gotta do that story. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. The last few stories. Okay. Uh, Now, here's something that's very strange. This is very true. (sighs) Athletes in this year's games took an electronic pill during the Olympics as part of a groundbreaking experiment into measuring vital signs such as body temperature in real time. Now, just for my own edification here, you're willing to swallow a pill. Oh, wow, there's a Bentley ad. Oh, yeah, because people that read this fucking fucking website can afford a Bentley, I'm sure. Convertible Bentley, that thing is badass, dude. Um, they will swallow an electronic pill that measures their vital signs. I don't know, maybe tracks them. I, I don't know. But they won't take an experimental vaccine that's about to be approved by, and I'm not saying people should. No, 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 no. Before I, everybody gets on me here. Let me finish. You won't take a shot, which I, hey, I got more, because you don't trust it. You don't know what the long, what are the long-term effects of swallowing an electronic? 
does it pass out? Does it pass through you right away? It focused mainly on long-distance runners but could be used in other sports. What if, sure, here you go, swallow this electronic pill and it fucking blows up in your stomach? I don't understand this. Scientists monitored competitors' vital signs at real time to test technology. A pilot scheme is also involved following volunteers' heart race and information relating to their gaits during competition. I see this. Th- these are the kind of stories I see, and I go, "Huh." Right now, we're fighting against a vaccine that nobody wants to get, and some people have gotten more. Half of America has gotten it, and half of it hasn't. And these people are going, "Well, I might t- not take the vaccine, but I'm gonna swallow this electronic pill." I find it very strange. I find that creepy. I mean, I mean, if they got them do that, what, what happens if that pill stays in forever? And you can track their, their training from all over the world. It's like a Bluetooth thing. I take the pill after I eat some pork. <laughs> the pill won't stay in there for long. Uh, Christopher says $250 million. I don't ever want to hear about patriarchy ever again. Too bad you are, though. V. Coop says, how many lesbian couples got into fights after the, that electronic pill? You swallow that. But you won't even earn your clown face when I'm <laughs> Oh, Jesus, V. Coop. That is good shit right there. Oh, man. Oh, this is so great. I, I, this is why I love the Olympics. Just the, for the shit show that it, it turns into. Now, the, this last story from the games. This is why I don't believe in the Olympics. I don't follow the Olympics. I don't try to say, oh, the Olympics are great. I, if I watch them, I watch them just, hey, it's okay, great. I'll be a patriot and watch, and hopefully if I like this athlete, I'll root for him. I'm just going to read the headline, and then I'm going to take a breath. Athletes from 16 countries competing at the Olympics after cheating. World athletics investigators found competitors had manipulated times or shortened courses, and although eight bans were issued, some of those people still made it to Tokyo. You know, this whole time, i got to say I'm very proud of myself. Every time I've said, you know, the Olympics in Japan or Tokyo, uh, and there it is. Okay, thank you. Competitors worldwide broke the rules to make the qualifying standard for Tokyo. Cheats from up to 16 countries were identified before the games, leading to eight bans, but still some got to compete. So, so why test them? I, I mean, if this is going to happen, your security is that bad? You, you Really? Ugh. 
I feel like my farewell NBC story needs to be exposing how much money the WNBA hemorrhages and how we've pissed away a quarter of a billion dollars to appear woke. Well, let, let, first of all, Harrison, let, let me say this. As a goodbye to the Olympic or NBC, I honestly think you should go after the Olympics somehow, whether it's this story about cheaters in the game or the pill that's being swallowed or anything. Any kind of dirt you can get on the I would do that if that's your farewell to NBC. Because the WNBA has been around long before the woke community. It's been around, and maybe it was the first shot fired in the woke world war, the first woke war. I don't think the WNBA is around for that. Rules since the game started. NBC won't allow us to publish anything negative on the Olympics. Rules since the game started two weeks ago. Wow. Well, there's a shocker. You can't report that. Isn't that awesome? That right there made my day. Harrison, listener of the day, my friend. And the reason being is there's journalism for you. That right there is the epitome of journalism in the year 2021. NBC will not allow you to say anything negative about the Olympics. There are cheating scandals. They're taking pills there. You got guys knocking over water bottles. And because they're the host network, you can't say anything. That's not being a journalist. That is not integrity. And I'm not talking about you, Harrison. Harrison, I know you. I've known you forever. You, I, you are full of integrity. Full of shit, too, for thinking that tech is better than the Longhorns. But that's a whole different story. NBC not allowing that. That there's a there's a shocker. There's a shocker. So what you're saying is that the news stations NBC doesn't want unbiased news reporting. This is news to me. No, they want the most biased shit in the world because they ain't gonna tell you the truth. That's a sad part. They ain't gonna tell you the truth. And the truth shall set you free. See, there was a, a stabbing at a Tokyo uh, train station. It had nothing to do with the Olympics. Okay, so never mind that. Ben. I thought an Olympian was stabbed, but obviously not. Ah, this next story, though. This is fantastic. Oh, this is good shit right here. The NBA game ball maker is controlled by Chinese company accused of using slave labor. No. Capoya! 
The maker of the NBA's official game balls is owned by a Chinese company accused of using slave labor that has threatened to cut ties with the league for supporting pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong. Ha-cha-chi-cha! Hashtag Hong Kong fooey. In 2019, Chinese-owned Anta Sports acquired Amerisports and its subsidiaries, including Wilson. The NBA inked a deal with Wilson to provide game balls for the upcoming season. NBA has faced a drumbeat of criticism over its silence on China's human rights abuses. Hey, hey, next time, hey, LeBron. Psst. LeBron. Psst. The next time you and your buddy Snoop Dogg get together, and he talks about how there are no black owners in the NBA except Michael Jordan. That y'all are slaves out there. I, since you're a slave, right, LeBron James is a slave to the evil white owner of the L.A. Lakers, right? Right? We, we can all agree. Why don't you trade places with the slave over in China? They get your job and your pay. You get their job and their lack of pay. This is what makes me so mad. But it also is the reason why I wake up in the morning. I love to point out the hypocrisy that is in the world. So much. That LeBron James thinks that he's a slave. Real quick, can anybody get me LeBron's salary real fast on here? I don't want to look it up. I say we send LeBron and the NBA commissioner a whip and a white Colonel Sanders outfit at this point. This is getting retarded. Well, LeBron wore the white Colonel Sanders outfit when he got drafted. You remember that? Didn't he want to go to the Lakers, so he chose his slave? Yes, he did. Yeah, see, that, that's weird. I don't know if you get to do that in China. I ain't never been there. So I can't tell you the ins and outs of the slave trade market in China. But I know the slave trade market here in America, when it comes to American sports, is, is that once your contract is over with one slave owner, that you can pick and choose your next slave owner. And see, like, like last night was a fucking, it was a great example. Amazing example for this weekend, the NFL Hall of Fame. Let me tell you, I told you about one of my all-time favorite Dallas Cowboys because he brought the fucking wood. When he put a hit on somebody, Cliff Harris fucking put a hit on somebody. Cliff Harris was never supposed to play in the NFL. He went to a small shit school in the state of Oklahoma somehow got drafted and was the only rookie kept on that team that went to the Super Bowl the year they lost, I want to say, to either the Dolphins or the Colts, early 70s. I believe it was the Colts. He only played in the league for nine years, eight or nine years. Why? Well, because he wanted to focus on his his postseason job. 
That's right. See, guys back then in the 70s, they had to have jobs when the season was over because the NFL didn't pay them enough. And Cliff Harris left the NFL so he could focus on his oil-working job. He had a job with an oil company that he was making more money with. Now, I would like to see a modern-day NFL player claim that they're a slave. When they get paid $20 million a year, and they only have to play 16 weeks out of the year. Now, you stay in shape the rest of the year. You work out. You do all kinds of things. But you don't have to get another job. You never have to wear a suit and tie. And by the way, if you're making $20 million a year, you're set for life. If you're not stupid. I would be stupid. I would have a $10 million car. I would have so many letter A hats, it's unbelievable. I'd have sunglasses for different hours of the day. But these people claim they're slaves. And by the way, these are black folks that are, and and where is, why am I the one responding? I'm the redneck from Texas. I'm the racist. And here I am saying, wait, wait a second. Calling yourself a Snoop Dogg calls himself a slave to the music industry. Uh, Andrew says two year, $85 million deal for LeBron. I'd like to see anybody at that basketball factory making, I don't know, a tenth of that. Unfortunately, we're all a part of supporting the Chinese Communist Party. Thus, we all support slavery, genocide, organ harvesting, and oppression. That's not much anyone can do about it. No, that, unless we were to shut off ties. Look, look, look. I, I am not going to be a hypocrite on this. A lot of the shit I own is made in China. I know that. I, okay. Most of the American flag you see flying on your daily drive, those are made in China, most of them. Okay. Hey, I am not going to talk, though, about the atrocities here in America or talk about how little I get paid when I get paid a two-year deal worth $85 million. Harrison has $39.22 million U.S. Uh, dollars a year. Andrew says, I have legitimately tried not to buy anything from China. It is so incredibly difficult. It is. And it, look, look, you're absolutely, Christopher, you are 100% right that we all put up with it. I don't say anything about it. I don't live there. Hey, if you want to change this shit over there, they got to, look, this, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is why I don't like other countries. This is why I really hate when we go and fight for other countries. I know that there were a couple of fucking places that helped us during the Civil War. But when people didn't like shit here, we stood up against it. And we changed it. We changed it. It's up to them to change it. You know, we can, we can fight for women's rights in this country, and I think that's awesome. But when you go over to Baghdad, you go over to fucking Shittistan, or Dirtville.
I would say a vast majority, I'm not going to say all the women there, but a vast majority of the women over there are fine being covered from head to toe. Because, once again, see, this gets into such a long fucking diatribe, and I've got nothing but time, so I'll go into the diatribe. Once again, America, we look at religion as a pastime. And I don't mean to put anyone down who's religious listening to this show. Okay? I am very, very spiritual. I talk to to my higher power every night, and then I talk to my dad every single night. Okay? That's when it's important to me, before I go to bed, to tell him about my day. These people live in Durdistan and Shitsville. They play, they pray somewhere between four and eight times a day. Their lives are run by religion. They believe the Quran to be law. We don't believe the Bible to be law. A lot of us realize the Bible was written by a man or many men. The, the book didn't fall from heaven. Now, you can choose to have faith and believe in the book and believe in the stories that are in the book, or you can choose not to. I'm going to like you either way, as long as you don't tell me I'm wrong, because nobody knows. These, these people that, 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 that pray four to eight times a day, they don't know. They could be wrong as well. The only way to find out is die. And then you can't tell anybody. If you're an atheist and you die and you find out there is no afterlife, you can't come crowing about it. Same goes for Christians. Same goes for Muslims. You can't crow to anybody. Why? Because you're dead. And we try and try and try to give these people rights over there. They don't want. They don't believe in. They think it's wrong that women are not covered from head to toe. They think it's a sin. And the sin is against the law in their country. And I'm okay with that because I don't live there, and I would never choose to live there. But if that's all that I was indoctrinated with, then I would believe in that as well. It's like how I believe in America. Preach on, Brother States. Thank you. Arnie, I was listening to that link you posted earlier about the masks. It's an hour and 17 minutes long. At what point does the guy say what you shared on the show? Uh, He starts at 15 minutes in. Go to about the 1453 marker, and that's where the lady will start saying, I can't read his signature. And he is a doctor. So listen to that. Check that out. It's about 15 minutes in there. I know it's real long. And I I only played a few minutes of it. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but the guy was right on. Personally, I really hope there is a waiting room for people in the afterlife. I have a whole bunch of stuff. I told you so is waiting for people. (laughs) That's great. That is fantastic right there. Uh, All right, one more story. This has nothing to do with Asia or anything. It's about something that, oh, God, I am waiting to see the videos of. I can't wait. 
Spirit Airlines collapses. Riots break out as agents told to flee airports for their own safety. I'm seeing pictures. Uh, Let's see, a three and a half hour long line to find out what alternative flight arrangements can be made to get back home. Oh, here we go. Here's a video. Come on, be a fight. Just people sitting around airports in Puerto Rico. Got to know that sucks. Plenty of masks there in Puerto Rico. Well, you got to because it's an airport. And I do believe this is all because, wait, come on, is this a riot? Come on, I want to see a riot break out, damn it. Damn it, no riots are being shown. Oh, I can't wait to see some of the fights and shit from airlines over the spirit thing. (laughs) This is what happens when you fly spirit airlines. Um... SJ, where's SJ? Uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Riots broke out in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Passengers are breaking computers, attempting to break the jet bridge door, assaulting gate agents. 25 crew members are huddled in a ramp break room, waiting for SWAT to escort them away. Crews are urged to change clothes to avoid detection. Tempers are flaring at Orlando and Fort Lauderdale as well. Every airline has been uh, dealing with severe IROPs. This is not okay. Uh, Let's see. Dave Coe says, I don't follow the Karen, but one time I covered a woman from head to toe. We not may be talking about the same thing. No. Dave Coe, we're totally, totally on different wavelengths there. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Okay, I listened to it. I made it to seven minutes. I had enough of the guy's stupidity. I'll just fat. Yeah. Just fast forward to that, and it, and my friend who posted it and you know told me about it, he said skip to fifteen minutes. So there you go. Oh God damn it, Spirit Airlines, I love you. Thank you so much for the entertainment. Uh, all right, let's get to the second round, shall we? Oh wait, wait, new shows announced at Billy Bob's. Uh, uh, ooh, Terry Clark. Ugh, I got better things to do. Anybody who got that, you're welcome for that joke. Uh, All right, let's do it, shall we? Uh, Let's get to uh, the second round of our favorite game. Celebrity Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Dork Edition. All right, so our first round had Bill Gates and Stephen Hawkins advance to the Mount Rushmore of Dorks. We will now see who joins them and becomes the actual face of the Mount Rushmore of Dorks here at ArnieRadio.com. Let's get it on. All right. First matchup is set, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? I'm ready. Our first, first dork is somebody we all know and hate. This guy is dorky. He's creepy. He's super rich. And super slimy. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only preacher in Houston, Joel Osteen. Oh, he's slimier than a snake in mud. Joel Osteen taking on a dork that we all know and love. But man, this guy was dorky. But his popcorn was delicious. Orville Redenbacher. 
So I ask you, as family, who is the bigger dork between Joel Osteen and Orville Redenbacher? Who ya got? Sassy Pammy, you did not get in on time. Plus, it was still two votes. You brought it to one vote. Joel Osteen moves on over Orville Redenbacher. Hot Mama checked in. She said, uh, good morning, ass. I saw two live crew in Sturgis last night. Great time. That's awesome. That is awesome. Hey, what, what, what are they doing up there about the whole COVID thing? I know nobody's wearing masks. I've seen plenty of videos, and I think it's fantastic. Is the media making a mockery of it? So I'm just asking someone that is there. So, all right. So Joel Olstein moves on. Next one. Oh, boy, this guy is a dork, and he's a ginger dork at that. Oh, and this guy is a dork, and he's in an industry – where, where, where he he could get so much ass. I mean, it's unbelievable, but he's a dork. And it's this guy right here. I found a love. Ed Sheeran. For, for me. me. Yeah, you got to admit, that motherfucker, he can sing, but that some bitch is a dork. Taking on former Apple employee, the one and only Steve Wozniak. You know, the worm, that big fat guy on Dancing with the Stars? So who is a bigger geek or dork? <laughs> Braddy Kid does not like me right now. Ed Sheeran or Steve Wozniak? Ask family, who ya got? Good fun, people. I, Dave Co. I do not wish that you fall off a ladder like some people. No, no worries, no worries. Ed Sheeran did not move on. Steve Wozniak, Steve Wozniak moves on. 
Uh, by the way, Sassy, or not Sassy, uh, Hot Mama says, nothing is being done here. I haven't talked about COVID since I've been here. Not even a topic here. I'm glad to hear that. The mainstream media is trying to make it a big deal, unlike that super spreader event in Nantucket this weekend. Uh, all right, so we've moved on. So, uh, Steve Wozniak, here you go. Now, this guy is an old-school dork, people. Old school, baby. I'm talking about that guy who wanted so many friends. It was unbelievable. He was everybody's friend. And I'm talking about Tom from MySpace. Remember him? The over-the-shoulder look, the original social media of MySpace? So you got Tom from MySpace taking on Blossom herself, Mayim Bialik, who not only starred in Big Bang Theory, but she is a dork. She is a nerd. So, Tom from MySpace or Mayim Bialik? Ask family who ya got. We go. Very, very close. Very close, people. The bell has sounded, ladies and gentlemen. Mayam Bialik. Mayam Bialik has moved on. And will now face off against the winner of this match. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I give you, this guy is a super dork and he's an asshole too. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye the Science Guy taking on that dickhead dork from Twitter, Jack Dorsey, Bill Nye, Jack Dorsey, ass family, who ya got? science guy all right now we have to get into who gets on the mountain our first round contestant here to find out who is on the mount rushmore of dorks will it be joel osteen 
the preacher from Houston, who, by the way, did not allow anybody to come in when it was flooded until the news cameras got there, taking on the woes. Steve Wozniak, former contributor to Apple, everything like that. Joel Osteen, Steve Wozniak, ass family. Who ya got? a contentious one. Ladies and gentlemen, we're tied right now. If you haven't voted, vote! We are almost out of time! And it is ended, ladies and gentlemen, the woes! Steve Wozniak moves on! Oh, man, what a contentious battle that was. Our final matchup to see who approaches and gets on the Mount Rushmore of dorks. Will it be former child star known as Blossom, Mayim Bialik, everyday super dork, and everyday uggo taking on a guy that was on her Big Bang Theory show quite a few times, a guy who really isn't all that great at science. Bill Nye, the science guy. Mayim Bialik, Bill Nye, ass family, who you got? Back and forth. Solid. Oh, this is solid. This is going back. Oh, here we go. Still things are tied. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, things have taken off now. Still got time. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, we have ourselves a winner. It is Bill Nye, the science guy. Moving on. Look at that. So, our Mount Rushmore is set. We will find out after the next segment here on the Arnie State Show who will be the face of this Mount Rushmore of dorks. Will it be Stephen Hawking's? Will it be Bill Gates? Will it be Steve Wozniak? Or will it be... Bill Nye. Isn't that weird? Two Steves or Stevens and two Bills. Or even Williams, if you will. 
775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. By the way, this guy passed away, the leader of this band over the weekend. I don't have his name in front of me, and I'm sorry. But Cool and the Gang lost one of their founding members, their saxophone player, over the weekend. Get down, get down.
Coronavirus camps. You know how the president didn't say that they'd set up camps, yet the CDC has it all in place. This is what I wrote. I wrote weird dot 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 dot. This couldn't happen in America. But hide your gold teeth. Governments have yanked them out before. Yes, yes, the Nazis have yanked them out before in these internment camps that they're talking about possibly putting unvaccinated people in. Here in America. Now we will return to the celebrity ass death match after this segment here. Uh, breaking story here. <laughs> this guy is such a scum lord. R. Kelly. Man, oh man. You want to talk about falling from grace. R. Kelly wants charges for exposing partners to herpes drop from a federal case. The singer filed new legal documents in the Eastern District of New York asking the court to throw out charges for knowingly exposing sexual partners to herpes because, he says, the legislature didn't include herpes in the law because it's not an acute bacterial venereal disease. He's not denying he exposed people to herpes. He's trying to get out on a technicality. (laughs) He is being accused of exposing at least two people to the STD in March of 2020. The charges were tacked onto his already long list of federal charges. These are the ones that he's against. Not the urinating on underage girls or anything like that. No, no. Look, man, you can't charge me for giving herpes. It's not recognized. (laughs) And by the way, his legal team has to be the stupidest legal team because this is what the story goes on to say. (laughs) Kelly's legal team claims herpes does not fall under the umbrella of STDs like syphilis or gonorrhea. Yeah, because one of those you can get rid of. You can't get rid of herpes. It's like luggage. It goes everywhere. Oh, that is so funny. That is so funny and sad at the same time. I would want that to be dropped because I didn't do it, not because it doesn't fall under the law. Dave Coe, you're right. A perfect way to fucking admit guilt. Look, I gave him herpes. That's not like an STD, but it is. It's like, let's see, where would I rank it? You know, AIDS is probably the worst. You got the HIV underneath it as far as STDs go. I know you can get both those in other ways, but they're classified. Gonorrhea and syphilis. Pretty bad. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think herpes is right, right there with gonorrhea and syphilis. It's not like he gave her crabs. 
Crab, just get the brush, brush that shit out. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. <laughs> the Jelly of the Month Club. I will never forget. I, I, I was at one time, and I, I was like, how old was I? 25. So this, this is like half my life ago, 25 years ago. 25, went on a date with this girl. And uh, we went out, everything, and, and she was a big listener, you know, all this kind of stuff. I, I might have been 27. It, it, whatever, it was still 20 plus years ago. And we went out. We went to dinner. It was nice dinner and everything. And as we're driving back to her place, I don't think she wanted to make out with me that night, which was fine. It, but, I mean, I mean, if she pulled this card just to avoid making out with me, I got to say kudos to her for telling a fucking humongous whopper of a story. She said, oh, by the way, I just want to let you know, I have herpes. I almost stopped the fucking car. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We get back to her place, I walk her to the door, and I shook her hand. Jesus, I wish I would have had that fucking hand wash shit back then. Mm-mm-mm. God. And by the way, uh, Warbird, if you're listening, yeah, that same girl got that from that one guy that we know. That's how shocking that was. That's how small Reno is. So there you go. But yes, R. Kelly doesn't think that, that herpes is an STD. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, now speaking. Now, now, if this gal had herpes, I don't know. May, maybe things would be changing. Britney Spears wants uh, her father off the conver- conver- uh, conservatorship immediately. Claims that finances have been m- misused. Uh, I started following her over the weekend on Instagram. Because of the picture she put up of her under a tree holding her boobs. Brittany's starting to get up there, but damn. Cra- I mean, like crazy as a fucking loon. Still got nice boobs. But she wants her daddy gone. And I don't blame her. She got a new lawyer. Her new lawyer will be a fierce advocate she deserves, an analyst says. Good for her. So I, I mainly did that story so everybody can go to Instagram and go to Britney Spears' fucking post and see this. Yeah, she, she's got to stop doing that shit. Her conservator, new guy's got to be like, hey, hey, if you want me to give you any money, stop putting up pictures of you holding your titties in the backyard and fucking playing with potbelly pigs. People think you're crazy as it is. God, oh, is she crazy. She is a loon. But God bless her. Uh, all right. Oh, oh, man. I, I hate doing this story. I, I really do. It seems that we could possibly be losing someone from Hollywood. Sadly, no, they haven't died. But this actor, and I use that term quite loosely says that he thinks that he is done making movies. 
He says, as far as film fronts, yes, I've got a couple cameos. There's a couple on the way out. They're really brief. I have no film slated. I have not decided even if I want to make another film. I have literally taken this as a giant reset. And that's what this is all about. The 50-year mark for me is saying half my life is over now. Actually, more than that. How do I want to spend the second half? And that's going to unfold as the days present themselves. I can't tell you that I'll star in another movie. I haven't decided if I want to yet or not. I want you to remember that part right there. Because I feel like I've dedicated a lot of my life and a lot of my career to filmmaking and feel like I've been overlooked. The actor that I'm talking about, well, hold on, let me read the last line. I watched the movie Death Proof this weekend. That's one of the Quentin Tarantino movies I didn't see all the way through. I kind of fell asleep in it. I got to say, Death Proof, not one of my favorite Tarantino movies. Stupid ending. Really stupid. But this quote goes on to say, you should probably write him and tell him. You know what? I've run into Quentin Tarantino many times. We've always been friendly with each other. And he's promised he wanted to work with me over and over and over. At this point, I've never seen an offer. So like I said, a lot of people have overlooked my work through the years. I feel pretty scorned about that. And I don't know that I really want to go back to ask anybody to help. Ladies and gentlemen, the actor who is no longer making movies hasn't been in such films as Stand By Me and The Lost Boys. Licensed to Drive and one of the two Corys, unfortunately, not the Corey that died. I am talking about Corey Feldman. <laughs> I love that Corey Feldman says, I haven't decided if I want to star in another movie. You haven't decided? And by the way, the reason why Quentin Tarantino hasn't called you is because you suck. You fucking weirdo. Christopher says you won't be missed. No. No. Rapper just sent me a text. Speak for yourself, Arnie. I, for one, never get enough of Britney's picks. She's phenomenal. 40 is the new 20 to us old guys. By the way, welcome to the club. Yeah, I'll be there soon. I've only got a few weeks left, but yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Why do you think I followed her on Instagram, Rat Burke? Go see them pictures. God damn. Uh, yeah, Corey Feldman. I, I saw this story. I saw this story yesterday. I could not stop laughing. Like, I, I understand that people have so much self-value and self-worth, and as I do. And I know that I've probably said some things about myself that have been grand, grandeur, me, me wishing in grandeur. Corey Feldman wasn't even the star of The Lost Boys. He wasn't the star of Stand By Me. He was an actor. He wasn't even really a star in License to Drive. It was Corey fucking Dame. 
Oh, yeah, V. Coop, unfortunately, yes, that is what he wants to dedicate his life to music. And all I have to say to that is, no! His music is god-awful. Dude, I fart a better tune than he sings. He's not young enough for Oh, he was. At one time he was. Look, I, I feel bad for the kid that he's running around saying all this kind of stuff. I ain't never seen anybody wear as much makeup as this motherfucker. But, hey, you know, hey, let him follow his dream. I, I don't care. Follow your dream, buddy. You know, you are going to expose everybody, and then all of a sudden you pull the plug on that. I, I, I don't know. By the way, Marky Post died over the weekend. Did you guys see that? Chick from Night Court. Then she was on Chicago PD for a while. She died of cancer. By the way, she has more opportunities at acting roles than Corey. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So there you go. If it, it, if you need a hankering for Corey Feldman movies, try On Demand. <laughs> what a fucking, what a tweaker that dude is. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> I know we talked about this, but it was only production had halted. NBC has now canceled. They said, enough is enough is enough. Now, I, I have to find the, uh, let's see. Oh, there we go. There it is right there. Um, they have canceled the upcoming Ultimate Slip and Slide show due to the explosive diarrhea outbreak. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Uh, the show, which was going to be hosted by uh, former SNL alum Bobby Moynihan and actor-writer Ron Funches, will not return to production as it's been canceled in its entirety. Spokesperson for the show confirmed that the August 8th premiere ahead of the Olympic Summer Games closing ceremony would not be airing due to the horrible, horrible diarrhea. When you're riding in your sleigh, hear some spray diarrhea. When you're climbing up a mountain, your butt becomes a fountain diarrhea. When you're driving in your car, your house is just too far. Diarrhea. Cha-cha. When your stomach is in pain, and you're making chocolate rain. Diarrhea. Cha-cha. You love diarrhea. When you think it's okay, enough of that. There we go. That's good. That is lovely. Wait, we won't get the sequel to a straight-to-DVD, not even Blu-ray movie with Brett the Hitman Hart? Probably not. Fuck, he made a movie with Brett the Hitman Hart? In the immortal words of Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you were to put an S in front of Brett Hart's nickname, that's what I think of him. Now, he's a great wrestler. I can't say anything bad about Brett Hart. Except that he starred in a movie with Corey Feldman. Yeah, there are a lot of crime investigator TV shows that need dead body stand-ins. Here's the problem, though. Come on. Now, 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 Christopher, come on. You and me here. 
we know that Corey Feldman could get hired to play a dead body on like SVU or something. But you, oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I, I totally apologize. I got to give that show the love it deserves. If I can find it. What the hell? Oh, there it is. There it is right there, okay? Um, you know that he could be a dead body. He's going to talk. He's going to get fired from the set. Oh, this is the way I would do it. This is the way we did it in Lost Boys. Because Corey Feldman is the... He, he, Corey Feldman is a douche nozzle. Okay? And that, that's all. That, and I feel bad, like I said, for the shit that happened to him. Is, I don't know. Look, if that shit didn't happen to him, and he's making it up so everybody doesn't think he's a douche nozzle, that makes him an even bigger douche nozzle. Chrissy Teigen goes to therapy twice a week. You did it to yourself, bit. Look, I am so tired of Chrissy Teigen. Oh, I'm so tired of that fucking ugly bitch. Oh, man. That is just too funny. They canceled that show over the shits. <laughs> hey, hey, Bobby, what was it like working on Ultimate Slip and Slide? Yeah, that show was the shits. <laughs> Um, all right. Now, this happened over the weekend. And you know what, ass family? I'm here to protect you guys. Because if it, look, it happens, and I have heard of this a number of times. Somebody went to Gordon Ramsay's Steakhouse in Atlantic City. And I know he has one up in Tahoe. I don't think, I don't know if it's a steakhouse or if it's the Hell's Kitchen up there. Um, and he is one of the only people in America that can actually get real Kobe beef, okay, and real Wagyu. That, that's the thing. Right now, Wagyu is the shit. Wagyu is the most expensive meat known to mankind. Um, somebody went to his restaurant this weekend. And they're looking at it, and they said, oh, wow. There was an eight-ounce filet, mignon, that was $50. There was a Kobe slash Wagyu that was $35. But you see, they didn't read the fine print. The Wagyu is $35 an ounce. So the person or, oh, they're like, oh, well, let's try that. That sounds delicious. They got an eight-ounce steak. It cost them $300 for that steak. When the bill came, they were dumbfounded. So, ask family, here's what I'm telling you. If you go to a super nice steakhouse, a Gordon Ramsay-type steakhouse, or any kind of fucking great steakhouse that offers either Kobe beef or Wagyu, when you see the price that's next to it for a ribeye or something like that, and you see it's $40, it's $40 an ounce. It's not $40 total. $40 total is a lot of money. 
But if you were to get like like I get like a fucking sixteen ounce ribeye, a pound at forty dollars, that's a six hundred dollar steak. Six and some change. So please be careful. So there you go. That I, I just want to do that story because I've heard that a bunch of times. And if I can help you guys out, I will. Where's the footage they shot when people shitting themselves while going down the slope? No kidding. I want to see that. I want to see somebody going on the slip and slide and they're being fucking propelled by their poop. I mean, that's why you had to cancel it. That's an unfair advantage. Think about how much you're pushing and that stuff's leaving your body. It's making you lighter. Man. All right. Any guinea pigs out there? Anybody ready for this? Because NASA needs you. NASA is looking for normies. Not people named Norm, but normal people. The space agency put out a one ad this week. What, did they go to Craigslist? Who the fuck? It's NASA. They're looking for healthy, motivated U.S. citizens and or permanent residents to sign up and volunteer for a year-long simulated experience which will put four lucky people together in a 3D-printed bunker and make it feel like you live on Mars. Yeah, yeah, look, look. It's not going to feel like you live on Mars at all. First of all, I, I don't know what the gravitational pull of Mars is. What if they don't have any gravity there and you're floating around all the time? You can't do that here. By the way, they might be paying it, but they want people to volunteer for this, to live for a year in a 1,700-square-foot Mars fort. Hey, if you want to do this, go ahead and sign. All you got to do, let's see, do they give anything here? I go, go to NASA.com and, and fill out the paperwork, but that just sounds stupid. Scott says, if you were to order the old 96er, get a loan first. <laughs> that night, you'll be getting the fish. So if you're at a steakhouse with peanut shells on the floor, you're safe. Yeah, I would say V-Coop, definitely safe. Definitely safe. If there are peanut shells on the floor, you're good to go. V-Coop says, the more you know. Now, see, I, I'm just, I, I'm here to help, man. I don't, I, I don't want to come into an email on a Monday. Dear Arnie. By the way, we'll have emails tomorrow. we got plenty of emails. Dave Co. sent me an email. Where did, what did I do with Dave Co.'s email? Did I get rid of it already? Probably. Did he send me? What's it? Oh, oh, Dave Co. sent me a story we did last week. Okay. Thanks, Dave Co. I did the KFC Hotel. My bad. Uh, yeah, but uh, plenty of emails, and we'll be doing those manana. <laughs> you want to know what it's like living on Mars? Have Derek Chauvin put a knee on your neck. <laughs> I would want to go. Uh, if I were to apply for this and I, I got to the interview stage, I'd be like, yeah, is this where we go if I want to live in Uranus? <laughs> you know, that joke is probably so played out at NASA. <laughs> they would probably... No, 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 they would hate me. They would actually, they would absolutely hate my guts. 
Now, our last two stories before we get back to the celebrity-ass death match. I just have to say. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? First story is out of Washington State. A 26-year-old inmate beats his sister's rapist, 70-year-old inmate, to death and is given 24 years after they were assigned the same prison cell. Whoops-a-cockle. Whoops-a-daisy. Oh, did we put them in the same cell together? What, what, what did you think was going to happen? Shane Golby killed his cellmate, Robert Munger, after discovering he sexually assaulted his younger sister. Munger, who's serving 43-year prison sentence on child rape, molestation, and pornography charges. The young man, Mr. Goldsby, was transferred to multiple facilities before he was moved in the same correctional facility where he encountered Munger. Mr. Goldsby is there serving time for stealing a police car and crashing into a state trooper. Now he's got 24 extra years because he killed somebody. Goldsberg said he snapped after hearing Munger brag about his crimes and beat him to death in the prison common area. <laughs> well, let me say this to uh, Mr. Goldsby. Thank you. On behalf of the fine citizens of Washington State, they no longer have to worry about the tax covering a child rapist. 24 years, man, give him like the extra 24 months. What do you think? I mean, honestly, what did you think was going to happen? And, and they all know. That I, w- I would like to see a little bit of investigation at the prison there. A very little, but still a little. I mean, that that is kind of a joke, isn't it? Even even the killer says he couldn't believe he was transferred to the same cell, and even requ- he requested a transfer. He knew who the guy was. Oh, he says, upon his transfer, Goldsby said he was a reformed man and had found Jesus. Uh, brothers and sisters, I quit the gangbanging. I was doing good. Uh, and then I heard this demon speak, this demon in my cell. And he was bragging about raping my young sister, not knowing it was my sister. So the Lord blessed me with two big cans of whoop-ass on my hand, and I killed him. Dead as dead as dead. Fucking assholes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Christopher says, I would not expect any less from the experts that run prisons in this country. You guys would not believe the stories that my wife tells me from prison. Oh, I would. I, I believe it, man. I've heard some of those stories. I used to work out with a couple of prison guards in California. Man, oh, man. That, that, that's all I got to say is, damn. How do you put them in the same cell? You knew exactly what you were doing. 
That's the bad part. Now, our final story of the day. Isn't it ironic? Sad, don't you think? It's like rain on your wedding day. (laughs) What's the guy's name? I want to send him money for the commissary. Uh, All right, Dateline is North Carolina. Two men mourning the loss of their brother, Pablo Tequerium and Jose Shilabalum Tequerium, us, oh, us is their last name, Pablo us and Jose us. We're in North Carolina, and they were walking on the same train tracks. One second, I just got an email. No. They are walking on the same train tracks near 8200 South Boulevard where their younger brother was killed. They had been memorializing their brother on the one-week anniversary of his death. That's when... Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the brother since I don't know when. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, I, I don't know how much more I can do before I tell you the end of this story. I mean, there's one more song I want to play right here. This one here. Pablo and Jose. I play chicken with the train, train, chicken with the train, train, chicken with the... I play chicken with the train, play chicken with the train, train, train. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they were both hit and killed by the same train. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Video evidence, which they have not put online, confirms the two brothers were standing on the tracks when they were hit. It's unclear how long they were on the tracks before the train got there. They were lighting candles and paying tribute to him as best as they could. Are they deaf? I mean, <laughs> I, I've been around train tracks. You can hear Johnny Cash. He heard the train coming. Christopher's laughing. He says, I mean to laugh. <laughs> no way, fucking way you're telling Yeah. Yeah, they were hit. They were hit. Oh, Jesus. Once again, I don't make these. I wish I could. If these stories were made up, I'd be in Hollywood right now making movies. That's how good these stories are. Oh, I know somebody's probably upset. I can't believe Arnie made fun of somebody dying on a train. That was terrible. That poor brother was killed on that train track. Yeah, and then they went and fucking stood on the train track. What's that line from Major League Part 2? Hey, hey, Seed, don't stand on the fucking tracks when the train is coming through. Oddly, they were singing Soul Asylum songs. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, let's do it, shall we? Let's do it. Let's figure out who the face 
of Mount Rushmore of Dorks will be. Will it be Stephen Hawkins, Bill Gates, Steve Wozniak, or Bill Nye the Science Guy? You voted. You have made this one of the more popular Ask the celebrity ass death matches we've ever had, so let's get to the finals, shall we? And do it now! Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I ask you in the matchup between one of the smartest human beings to ever live, and I don't know if he was a human being because he was in his wheelchair the whole time, he might have been a robot. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you super dork, Stephen Hawking taking on what was, at one time, the richest man in the world, no longer that, the guy who started Microsoft and then now divorced his wife, Bill Gates. Stephen Hawking's versus Bill Gates. Ask family, I ask you, who ya got? Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins moves on. By the way, you know why Stephen Hawkins never liked to bathe, right? Because nobody likes soggy vegetables. All right, in our next matchup, we have a battle of Steve Wozniak. The Woz, once fucking part of what? Apple? Steve Wozniak, big fat bastard, taking on Bill Nye, the science guy. I think Bill Nye gives away candy to kids on other days in Halloween, too, if you know what I mean. Steve Wozniak versus Bill Nye, ass family. Who ya got? matchup. The horses are even. Oh, here we go. Somebody's starting to pull away a little bit. Oh, it's starting to get out of hand. It's starting to get out of reach. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bill Nye, the science guy, pulls it out. Boy, that that's one right there. Bill Nye, the science guy, pulls it out. That's something he never, ever heard. So, we have our final set, as family. 
To see who the face of Mount Rushmore of dorks is, I simply ask you this question between these two. Will it be Stephen Hawkins? Or will it be Bill Nye the Science Guy? The robot versus the, the total dork. Stephen Hawkins versus Bill Nye. Ask family, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get Chair together board. and sing, sing. Ring, ring. Here he comes. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Singular, modular. Interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce the face of the Mount Rushmore of dorks is Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins is your winner. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. We did it. We got through on Monday. Holy shiitake mushrooms. Can't wait to get back and prepare the show for tomorrow. We got listener mail tomorrow. It's Tuesday. Holy shit. Uh, Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic rest of your Monday. And adios, everybody. Take me to Texas 200 years ago. Where a pride rose from the ashes of San Jacinto Still beats in every heart Like a battle cry Where I was born, where I was raised So when I die Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer is that you take me anywhere in Texas The only home I know I'm a child of the Alamo and the Yellow Rose So when I go Take me to Texas Where my daddy worked Where his blood and sweat and tears Are still in that red dirt Cowboys are kings And if I stray too far I'll let my lone star dreams Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer Is that you'll take me anywhere In Texas The only home I know 
is outside waiting to arrest him.